something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart. And I'm very forgiving, but like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. The Craig Ferguson Fancy Rascal stand-up tour continues throughout 2024. For a full list of dates and tickets, go to thecraigfergusonshow.com slash tour. See you out there, thecraigfergusonshow.com slash tour. My name is Craig Ferguson. The name of this podcast is Joy. I talk to interesting people about what brings them happiness. Tom Lennon is an American treasure. If you only know him from his oiled legs wearing shorty shorts in Reno 911, then you probably know enough, but I know a little more and you're about to too. Have a listen to this. We're going to start talking about Tom Cruise. That's how you know we started, because we're going to talk about Tom Cruise right away, because I have something to say about Tom Cruise, and it's going to happen. I'm not remotely worried about it. You shouldn't be. I feel like at this point, if I was going to get blowback in my life from stuff I'd said and did, it would have happened. I I (laughs) hope that for me. No, I think I... I, there, I mean, there's like two and a half thousand hours of late night no, out no. there. There's shit it's that I so said. It's so easily scrollable. Oh there's got to be something in there. Oh, my God. Got to be. Oh, my God. It's fucking How, terrible. 2,000 hours? Two, two, two and a half thousand hours, two, I think. Uh, got to be. Yeah. yeah. No, it is. I mean, we did two. Mm-hmm. two thousand. But at two, least, luckily, you never wrote anything down. Yeah. I don't know, man. So here's what I was thinking. Because mm-hmm. we were, we, you mentioned Tom Cruise because you and Tom Cruise are the same height. Identical, but yeah, we've hung out twice. Once we're the same height. Wait, One you... time we were definitely not. How did that happen? It was it boggles my mind. That's crazy. I, I've thought about it every day, single day since. You know what? Here's mm-hmm. what I think about Tom Cruise, and mm-hmm. then we're going to get back to how he can bend the laws of physics mm-hmm. to his will. Is that I used to like say you know, like derisive things about Tom Hughes mm-hmm. and uh, Tom, Tom Cruise mm-hmm. and Tom Hughes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that Tom Hughes is the worst man. <laughs> <laughs> so I I used to say like mm-hmm. naughty jokes about Tom Cruise. Yeah, this was the, your live naughty jokes is your is your that's my thing. Mi, I would say your milieu, my, milieu mm-hmm. as they say in yeah. uh, Quebec. <laughs> but the uh, I have a theory about that. Yeah, right, okay, okay. So 
here's what I think about mm-hmm. Tom Cruise. He's a goddamn American hero, mm-hmm. and I and I approve of him a hundred percent. Oh, same here. And yeah, he, we, and here's yeah. why. He's crazy. Oh, sure, but but he doesn't make but, it anyone else's problem. No, he uses it to provide top quality no. entertainment. He doesn't drag me into it ever. No. no. No, and I, I'm I've like, also okay. wondered why I haven't been asked, but he. Yeah, well, there is that. No, I had the, I've had the best two times hanging out with that guy. So what did you do hanging out with Tom Cruise? Well, one time I did a table read with him. Really? Which was neat. What was the table read for? Oh, it was a picture that never came out. I've made a bunch of those. I've made. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, most films I've been involved I've in, been in never so happened. Movies. You wrote a couple of movies? Yo, there? I've, I've oh. written at least a dozen that I've haven't had movies. I've been in a couple of movies. I'm not positive I saw them. Cause, oh, I've, just because I heard they were so bad. Yo, I've got a collection of those. Yeah. Lenny the some, Wonder Dog right there off the top of my remind head. Remind me, which one was this? Uh, Lenny the Wonder Dog. Uh, Is this a real picture? It's a real head? picture and I'm in it. I haven't seen it, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's, it was, a, uh, was it a theatrical uh, picture? I, it was mm. certainly... I'm going, I'm for sure... When I'm listening to the Theatrical's a big word. Theatrical's a huge word. Vi- video? Remember that? Straight um, to video? It may have been that. Oh, I'm on a couple of straight to videos. Sure. I got a picture on Rotten Tomatoes that's at a zero. Okay, I've no, I don't... That's tricky. That's because pretty bad. What's that picture? It's called <laughs> It's called Pottersville. <laughs> uh, it's with Michael Shannon, Ian McShane. There's some good actors there. Oh, you're kidding me? Yeah. Uh, Judy Greer, Christina Hendricks, what? Ron Perlman. What? Uh, it, it's... Maybe just nobody voted. Oh, it's so no, no, they did. It's wow. it's an atrocious film. How can that and, uh, happen? I, yeah, and every, we're all kind of bad in it. <laughs> well, it's got to be the director then. Let's say that. Do you know one Let's of the, my that. worst results mm-hmm. on I uh, I uh, the on the Rotten, Rotten Tomatoes mm-hmm. is I'm in that movie and I wrote the movie. Oh, is it? Uh, oh, is it? Uh, I'll uh, be there. Oh, I'll be there. Yeah, yeah. And how, I directed that movie. How bad, I wanted, is it? how bad is it? It's, I think it's like 50 something bad. You're shitting. That's magnificent. Is it really? It's Night at the Museum, which I wrote and I'm pretty proud That's of. That's a great movie. Thank you. It's at 34%. Shut the fuck up. That's nuts. <laughs> that's the world that's we live a, in. That's a great 34. movie. And now my, my, uh, oh, so, oh, this is great. My son, Oliver, whom I love. You yes, know, I of love course. Him. I, gonna, I, yeah. I don't love him, no, but I, I, mean, I approve of him, I suppose. So, <laughs> He, he's turned this on me now. It's amazing. So like, it will, he'll ask if we can go see a movie and he'll, you know, he'll be like, let's go see, you know, The Nun 2 or 3. Okay. Or let's go see, he's in a very into horror and lots of stuff like this. Right. And so uh, I'll check the tomato meter and I'll be like, oh boy. I'm like, this sound, this one sounds like a real drag. It's at 40, you know, 2. Right. Which is a splat. Right. Yeah. It splats That's below splat. 60 or something. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And he's like, higher than Night at the Museum, bro. <laughs> oh, my God. And I'm like, oh, that's oh, cold. Oh, my that's God. That's cold. That, I raised but, this. You know, but yeah. that, this is the thing, though. Uh, to be fair, I, he's got an interesting position to be in, Ollie, because you're his dad. Mm-hmm. And Night at the Museum is, and he knows it because he's not an idiot. It's a fucking great right. movie. He's working the system on Yeah. It. He, he knows he, that he can, that the system's a little bit rigged. Right. And, uh, and that. He can play that against me. Well, you know how you could prove that mm-hmm. Night at the Museum is a great movie? Mm-hmm. It's because Night at the Museum 2 exists. Right, and I wrote that. Right. So if it, mm-hmm. they don't let you do another one unless the first one was totally awesome. 
or made some money. Right. Or made some money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so the, the, it was a table read with Tom Cruise. So so he did not at the museum the table read? Uh, no, although he and Stella were very close because they did uh, Tropic Thunder, which I just let the That's boys see. That's right. Um, but uh, so if you want, Tom Cruise doesn't just, he won't read a script. Okay. It's not the way it works. Well, he's dyslexic. He apparently has right. dyslexia, uh, which I found very hard to believe because at the table read yeah. of a script he's never seen, yeah. he gave an amazing performance. Yeah, I've... Movie more, star performance. Yeah, well, yeah. He's, he's Tom Cruise. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, you sure he hadn't w- walked through I it with someone? Where to my hand to God, he, he, everyone tells you, they're like, he won't read it. He doesn't want to read it. Right. He wants to put a table together... And it'll, they'll cast the best person for every part. Right. Tru- I believe it. I had a very small part. <laughs> I, I <laughs> yeah. refuse to believe yeah. that. But, but. Uh, Ian McShane also with that one. Ian McShane's coming up a lot today. He's a great actor. He's a great actor. Not yeah. as scary in person as he as you when think he he's going to be. Um, Al Swearingen and oh uh, god, he's so that's scary. That's a masterpiece. Yeah. Deadwood. He's one of the scariest guys. And then he's a real doll. In yeah, I know he's a lovely yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah, but that happens. He's acting. He's just—it's just pretend, yeah. Tom. You should know that, Ben. Huh? There's people that are seem so scary, right? And then you meet them, and they're a doll. Apparently, Vincent Price was like that. Doll. Yeah, yeah. Because I, you know, he he scared me when I was a kid. Then there's people you meet who are exactly as scary. Oh, there are people who are meant to be nice. Then you meet them, and they are fucking assholes. <laughs> <James> Gandolfini. <laughs> no, wasn't wasn't an asshole, but he scared the shit. Did he really? Me. I met Gandolfini in Las Vegas. Right. He yelled at me. <laughs> what? Why? It it wasn't hit, uh, it was a rough night for everybody. Okay. <laughs> and were you were you guys drinking? No, no, uh, no, not together. No, but I I'd taken his friend away for a little while to go see George Lopez, and then I brought him back. It was part of the big. They'd moved the Aspen Comedy Festival to Vegas. Right. And uh, it was when Sopranos was the biggest show in the world. I remember. I wouldn't have any of the Sopranos on my old late night show. Because I love the show so much. You don't want to ruin it. I didn't want to break it. Don't want to ruin it. So uh, Jenny and I, my my wife and I are at Caesars. We're doing the festival. uh, And we come down the elevator. And who's walking by with a a, a foot-long cigar and a roll, like, a thousand hundred dollar bills that he's counting? Yeah. Gandolfini. I love this. And I'm like, and my shows were done. I probably had a glass or two of wine. I'm like. Do we just follow him to see where he's going? Yeah. <laughs> so we well, did. He, maybe he thought you were the feds. He might have. And But this was a real trip. Speaking of how much you love the show, Don't Meet Your Heroes. Right. Followed Gandolfini through the casino to where he was going to the high stakes blackjack area. Right. And the guy that he's meeting start, waves hello to me and Jenny. And is like, Jenny, hi. And we forgot that we had a mutual friend with Gandolfini. Right. This guy. Gandolfini is playing blackjack at a table. With uh, Michael Imperioli, right? The guy who is Johnny Sack. Johnny Sack, yeah. Paulie Walnuts and oh like little Steven. This is crazy. That, all, are you sure this is not an episode? It, it, it of was The Sopranos. It was the HBO festival, right? So they'd put everybody. So they put, put everybody everybody up there, right? And gave him a thing. Yada yada yada. It was really insane to see all those guys together. Later on, I had to go tell Gandolfini where his friend had had gone to and i guess he'd had a really bad night at the blackjack table right and he was screaming at the concierge at the caesars really yes this, See, was, this is before smartphones he was, so he's you, you can behave at this young like kid. that yeah yeah like a 20 something kid who's it's he's like hi mr gano you know so uh gandolfini's yelling at the the concierge was he yelling at him 
I think he thought that the blackjack, the table was rigged. <laughs> so he was a little toast at that. Is what we're Which, by the way, blackjack is rigged. It's, it's yeah, rigged. I mean, it's just the odds are against you. Are yeah, against yeah, you. Yeah, the yeah. whole thing is rigged. You're yeah. going, it is rigged. You're going to lose. Yeah. That's just math. Mm-hmm. Um, but so he was yelling at the young employee at the thing about how the blackjack table was rigged oh, against him and his friends who happened to literally be literally the Sopranos. That would just scared the shit. It was so scary. And I, I see that he's yelling at the concierge and I, I think I'm worried that he's lost his friend who I, I had taken to go see George Lopez. You're, 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 the friend is mysterious here. The friend right? is real nice. He's a, just an actor guy that we know, but... Okay. Yeah. Uh, but you're keeping him out of it for a reason. I, well... Is he in the witness protection program? I'm just keeping friend? him out of yeah, it yeah. for now. All right. But so... So I lean in, I'm like, oh, uh, the guy's name's Lenny. And I'm like, okay. hey, uh, so I lean into, to, I'm going to back off the mic. Yeah, Because okay. what happened You're next was so scary. Okay. Right. So uh, I lean in to Gandolfini, who's screaming at the guy at the desk, and I say, um, excuse me, Mr. Gandolfini, uh, if Lenny went to go find you at the nightclub called uh, Pure. And James Gandolfini <laughs> turns to me and says, yes, I do know that! And that was scary. My heart, yeah, like, yeah, broke. I just got yelled at by my favorite TV character. He was so mad at me. Well, you know, you can look at it that way, mm-hmm. but you could also look at it the way as like because he yelled at Carmela and he loved her. <laughs> he True. loved Carmela, and and so I think it's okay. And then, but then he, uh, so I, I started. I like my lips started quivering, and I thought I was going to cry. And I grabbed Jenny's hand and I ran around the corner. And I'm like, J- James Gandolfini just yelled at me. <laughs> and then he came around the corner yeah. a few minutes later. And, I'm, and Jenny's like, he's right behind you. Oh, no. And I'm like, oh my God, he's going to yell at me more. Again, again. yeah, he's going to really yell at you this time. And he tapped me on the shoulder and he said, um, yeah, you, you do a show, yeah? You have a show. Ah. And I said, yeah, yeah, I do a show called Reno 911. He said, oh yeah, it's great. It's a great, it's a great show. Really good. And then he walked away. And so then I went back to the concierge and I'm like, what, what happened? He was screaming at you. And then he screamed at, at me and he said, oh, he said that the blackjack tables were rigged and he was super, super mad and he was screaming at me. <clears throat> and then he said, and then you came up to him and I actually didn't know who uh, that was. I haven't seen the Sopranos, but when you, after you left, I said, the concierge said, <laughs> he said to Gandolfini, oh, you're friends with Lieutenant Dangle. <laughs> oh, so the kid knew you were, oh, that's so funny. And Gandolfini apparently said, having just yelled at me, said to the concierge, yeah, he's great. He's a great guy. Great guy. <laughs> um, so it was the scariest night. Anyway, meeting your well, Tom Cruise. It, yeah. I, I had this thing. I do have this thing about meeting heroes. I, I, like I never, I wouldn't allow the late night bookers to approach David Boyd. No, I don't know if he would ever have done the show. Of course he would have. But I, I would think like, he no, would you, like you. You're not allowed to even get in touch with him because if he turns up and... There's nothing you can do. What if it goes badly? Right. No. Yeah. And the reason why I want to, because I had heard through the the I grapevine. feel like he likes you though. No, yeah, I know see, you. He was laughing I'm... at the show. I had done a sketch. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. He where, does on his 60th birthday, which is mm-hmm. so, so how long it was, ago it was, because I'm 61 now. But on his 60th birthday, I did a sketch in the show where, like, I sang as David Bowie because I can do David Bowie. Uh, going, so I'm going down the shops to get a, some bananas. That's it. That's it. And some. That's it. You know, that kind of thing. And it was just like old guy stuff. Uh, get off my lawn. And he uh, apparently thought it was very funny. And then I thought, well, 
But if he comes on, I, I don't know. I, I would probably, it, I, I wouldn't be like you, that now. I'd be, I was still, I still believed in the myth at that point. It's a bell you can't unring. Well, that, that, that's right. That is right. It's a Have bell you, you can't unring. Is there anyone like, because like Morrissey's a big one for you. Did you ever meet Morrissey? I've met him a couple of times. Disappointing? Okay. Disappointing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's always very, you know, it's sort of very well, I imagine cool, he's, chilly and he's chilly. Think, thinking about. It's just so chilly. Daffodils yeah. and stuff. Oh, if only. We could all think about that, of course, if we, we weren't washed in blood. <laughs> you know, it's just always a thing. So I, I, I had, I, I, I had, Speaking of your your Bowie thing, I, I I went to see the Springsteen's Broadway show. Oh yeah, and uh, and it was amazing, you know. And it was right, it's like Springsteen, Springsteen. And you're sitting right there, and he's yeah, you know. And as, even I heard he had a peptic ulcer. I was like, of course, of course he did. That would explain it. I've had that kind of ulcerated uh, esophagus thing. It's it's and very it may, painful. Oh, it has to be. I don't know how he could sing for this long. Yeah, no, it's amazing. So I'm walking out of the theater to see Springsteen, and one of his security guys, there's like a kind of guy kind of wrangles the stage door area, keeps people just a little bit away and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then there's another guy like at the door, but there's another guy who's just kind of like street guy, keeping it safe for keeping the boss. Real. Yeah, keeping it real. And he goes, uh, "Oh, hey man, are you are you going to see the boss backstage?" Because and he, I guess he knows me, and I was like, um. No, no, I, 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 I wasn't going to. <laughs> no, I have to. Well, and the security guy's like, go ahead, man. No, 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 go, go, go on, go on back. Just say, Ronnie, just go ahead. Go, go on back and meet the boss. And I'm standing there. I'm standing in the street and I'm looking at this guy and there's another security guy. Right. And there's probably another guy after that. Sure, yeah. And then beyond that, Jack and, Nichols. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, my next thought is, Okay, so let's say I get past next, next security, security guy. guy. Yeah. Great. So I've made it past two security guys who'd love me. Then I get, let's say I get to the boss. Yeah. And his eyes don't light up. Yeah, he doesn't know who you are, maybe. <laughs> At all. Right. And that's likely. I mean. You don't know. I mean, you you've done a lot of stuff and 911 is like, everybody loves that show. You would think, but like, what if the boss didn't care? And didn't know and didn't care. Yeah, yeah. I think you're overthinking it. Did, well, I, did, did you? Did you go? Did you get through? I didn't go through because I, I was so scared. I was like, oh. if it, on the off chance that he doesn't go, like, what if he, I get through and he goes, Ronnie, you're you're fucking me. What? How are these randos? We got randos getting back here. <laughs> what are we doing, Ronnie? But he wouldn't say that in front of you. The man's got manners. But what if he did? But what he, if he wouldn't. Did? He wouldn't. He's what the if boss. He Ronnie, you, you're fucking me. His I had a rush show, and then this dipshit's back here, and he's got his fingers in the, in the seven-layer dip. And then, Son of a bitch. <laughs> Ronnie, get the get out. No, but then, and then Ronnie loses his job in this scenario. It's this horrible. Is, this is a terrible. And then I take, Ronnie has to live with me for a he while. He has to live in your house. <laughs> he's like, man, I really thought the boss. And then the, Tom and the roadie <laughs> is recorded in front of a live studio audience. Yeah. I Anyway, I sent uh, I sent him back to see the boss and the boss was, <laughs> yeah, was I don't mad. Know. The I boss probably pretends to know you. Well, yeah. that's what, I mean, haven't you done that when you've been introduced to someone? All day long. Because I, I, I did this once, once where I get introduced to Elvis Costello backstage. Yeah. And I was like, and he said, hello, Craig, nice to meet you. And I was like. Knows you. He knows my name. And then I saw a guy. Literally a household name, though, there, you there, are. There, no, there was a guy. Oh, who? who, who it, it's uh, Craig Ferguson. 
Oh, he's, he's got a handler. He's, got, handler. A, he's got a guy that goes, it's Craig Ferguson. Now, the problem is, it doesn't work when it's not Craig Ferguson because the guy only says it's, it's all, Craig Ferguson. Says, oh, the guy, well, this guy works for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's Craig Ferguson. It's Craig Ferguson. <laughs> it's a guy... There's ah. a guy called Ronnie that used to work for <laughs> Bruce Springsteen. Until he fucked up. Until he fucked He's up and he was letting randos, randos in. Randos were back. The Craig Ferguson Fancy Rascals stand-up tour continues throughout the United States in 2024. For a full list of dates and tickets, go to thecraigfergusonshow.com slash tour. See you out there. You know how you can make your summer vacation better? Is with Cozy Earth's luxurious bedding and loungewear. It's like being at home, but also going away. It's great. And now you can get 35% off. You can get the unmatched softness. It's really as buttery smoothness of Cozy Earth's bedding. It's better than the finest hotels, and you get a really good night's sleep on your travels. And that's important. It's travel-friendly. It's hassle-free. Cozy Earth's bedding comes in adorable totes, making it the perfect companion for your adventures near and far. You can stay cool and comfy during long flights, and you know what that's like, with the Cozy Earth temperature-regulating bamboo joggers and pullover crew. Makes you look cool when you're traveling. I like it. Well, as cool as I can look when I'm traveling. So discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use our code JOY at checkout and you'll get 35% off. And let them know we sent you after the checkout. Promo code JOY. J-O-Y. JOY. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're on the road right now, mm -hmm. right? Working with the state, mm -hmm. which is kind of a rock band situation to be in. This is, this is a cult outfit back very, on the road. Very, very much so in that 
Remember how the Clash never made any money? <laughs> yeah, this, this day. <laughs> they had to live in like squatting apartments and stuff. Well, yeah, I think we're, that, we're to real be close fair, to I that. I think the Clash, uh, the, uh, that was a lot to do with mismanagement and drugs. Is that, is that what you were sure, saying? Sure, sure. Yeah, and we're too old for both of those. Well, yeah. Yeah. But no, it, it, it is a lot like being in a band. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you get the, the band back together. Do you guys have like yeah. backstage antics and like? That? We do. We have antics. We, do, f- we antics fight a. Now. We fight a lot. Do you still fight? Absolutely. It's oh, a very good well, lord. <clears throat> but it's always about the work. Mm. You know, it's like never. We never have personal stuff. We we're, we're all you know. We the state, uh, the comedy group got together in nineteen nineties eighty eight. Shut the front door. So really? we've been together since I was eighteen years old, and now I'm fifty three. It's, so, still, it's still good. I'm 61, yeah. man. It's, yeah. It's fucking, it's fucking yeah. bad. Yeah. When do we get, we get to quit at some point? Yeah. I, I tried it, by the way. You didn't. I, I tried. I know. And then I noticed, and then the next thing I noticed is you, <laughs> I see you got podcast. dates everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm on, and you got two podcasts yeah. <clears throat> and you're on tour everywhere. All the fucking time, man. <laughs> I, tried, I tried quitting. Yeah, I nearly lost my fucking yeah. mind. No, no, for sure. Of course. You know. I also, by the way, everyone said that about you as soon as you were like, I'm going to just chill out for a minute. I'm like, yeah. Craig is? Yeah, I know. Craig's got to chill out for yeah, a minute? That doesn't seem like The guy who improvises a 20-minute monologue yeah, but every know, night? But it was, it, when you do that at home, like Mike, <laughs> <laughs> Megan's like, I think maybe you should go just to, to go do this. Please go do this at Zany's. I'm like, hey, hey, you, you know, know what, what, Megan? You know what happened? But I came in through the kitchen door. I came in through the kitchen door. Let me tell you about the kitchen door. And she's like, you could be doing this in Vancouver. Yeah, well, you could Vancouver be a- needs you. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Get yourself off to Gary, Orange Indiana. County, yeah, oh, Merrillville. It's I, I'm playing all those places. Of course you are. I, I follow and you. I, I see you guys mm-hmm. in the state. You're out doing the same gigs, right? We uh, yeah, we we've actually only tested the show out so far once, and then we got a a, a bunch, a lot of dates coming up in October right. and November. So, um, yeah, are you excited about that? I am. You know, it it there's nothing like live, a live stuff? show. No, it's no, there's great. nothing. It's great. It, it it's really fun, and it's it's not replaceable with AI. No, no, yeah. Although ABBA are doing a show, which is. Holograms. And oh, is there AI. a hologram? On yeah, the show? And there's a K-pop outfit. I think that the the or the Japanese. I, I'd love singer who to is, say I don't want to see an ABBA AI show. Oh, you know you do want to see it, and you want to see it with me, and you want to bring yeah, Jenny, and those, we'll take, and I'll take Megan, and we'll okay. go. I have a real. It's crush. in London at the O2 Arena. I'm serious. It's uh, hologram yeah. I, I'm, ABBA I'm, from the 1980s. I'm very 70s. open to this idea. Yeah, no, I, <clears> but I, it's with their permission. Oh yeah, they're yeah, involved. Yeah. They're making money from it. Yeah, 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 good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's their songs and their, you know, and it's them young. Yeah. See, this is a problem. This is where it becomes a little bit of a Black Mirror episode for me. Why the brunette sort of redhead from ABBA? Yeah. Oh, let's see. It's Benny Bjorn, Agonitha, Agonitha, and, and uh, yeah, yeah. I think it's Agonitha. I think it's Agonitha too. Yeah. There, I might carry a crush for her that has not died. I hear you. Yeah. I'm kind of the same. That's a tough. It's a it. Like, I, okay. I worry. Okay. Like, it's the same way I'm worried about, like, I don't know if my family's going to let me just buy tickets to the Taylor Swift movie <laughs> because it seems dubious. You well, know? You're going like, to go why is dad so excited to go see the Taylor Swift movie? Are you excited to see the Taylor Swift movie? Like, damn it, I am. <laughs> yeah, see, I. No, listen, I get nothing but, I hear mm-hmm. nothing but nice things about sure. Taylor Swift. And, and mm-hmm. certainly the music that I've heard is yeah. fabulous and. Mm-hmm. Uh, poppy and catchy and all mm-hmm. the things. It's, it's not for me, but no, not everything is for I, me. I, you know, I, I mean, it's it's. But and also, she doesn't give a shit. I'm a sixteen like year her, old guy. She's I like not her, making music for me. I like her. Uh, I like her guitar playing actually a lot. And oddly, she and I own an identical guitar. Because Taylor Swift plays. Are you trying to make you and Taylor Swift kind of be soulmates? Is that what you're like going with this? 
Because you were in the same good time. <laughs> You're right. Your family shouldn't let you go. You're, no, no, it's weird. Why yeah. does dad want to go see the Taylor Swift movie? It's just weird. Well, you're you're allowed to yeah. like what you like. I mean, you're allowed yeah. to go and see the the movie. Well, this is as long why as you I'm, don't get <clears throat> weird about it. Yeah. Well, I, I actually think I'd be fine with the Taylor Swift movie. Yeah. Uh, I I do. I worry. You know, part of my happy adult life is that the idea of the young ladies from from Abba don't exist anymore. Oh, so now these geni- these yeah. monsters <clears throat> with their no, but they're holograms. Very, no, they 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 look really real. No, I don't think this is good for me to go see. Oh, because you've aged. I, I've aged, and somehow young Agonitha from Abba. But it's a good Black Mirror. It's a Black Mirror episode. We, it's, I start it's writing. Actually, her, it is an interesting. I start writing letters and stuff. <laughs> I have. I have. I thought it was just. You know, I was feeling my age because I actually am aging, and then mm-hmm. I think, no, it's not that. It's Mm-mm. because of robots. It's because of the. the it's because robots. of AI. Is other people are not aging. They're not, and, and filters. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, of course that old favorite. And filters. You you're on the social medias, aren't you? Mm, I am, but I I, I would yeah, love I, not. I'd love not to be. <laughs> yeah, I think everybody talks the same about it. It's yeah. funny. It's like living in LA. Like when you leave LA and, and you, everyone around to say, did you leave LA? And you're like, yeah. Oh, and go, I'd love to do the that. So we'll fucking leave. But yeah. It's hard. You, you can't. It's hard. You and I have. And then we're both sitting here. Yeah. <laughs> and we're both sitting in a, in a studio in LA. <laughs> in the middle of LA on fucking a, bingo, on you're a right. Friday. It, you know what? It, I think it was some British film director said about LA. I think it's a gr- it's the absolute accurate description of it. It said, LA is a town where you turn up, you get off the plane, you go to the hotel, you put it on your suitcase, you go out, you lie out by the pool, you have a nap, you wake up later, it's 20 years. <laughs> it, it, yeah. it's, it feels a little yeah. bit like, because I was here 23 years, like living here. I, I come here to work and I come here to see friends and I come here to to do business, but I, I don't live here anymore. I was uh, sort of thought that uh, Los Angeles felt a little bit like the way people describe like working on an oil rig. You know, you go out and work on the oil rig. Yeah. You don't stay there right. for the theater scene and for like the social time. Yeah. You go get the fucking oil. Get the fucking out, oil. Get the oil out. And get the fuck And off. then go somewhere lovely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the thing yeah. is, the, the trick with California is that plenty of it is lovely. So, so, so lovely. Yeah. So close to. Yeah. So but close I, by. I don't know. I, I kind of like, we left and, and now I don't know. We're in New York a lot of the time. And it's like, yeah, I but, love. See, New York is a good city to get older in. It's a great city. That's actually my, my backup plan. It's. I'm telling you, it's great because got, you just walk outside. You, you go see, walk a, outside see a show every day. And also, you walk around. Yeah. Everybody's not like, like everybody in LA, that Garrison Keillor thing, everyone's in their mid-30s. Even the children are in their mid-30s. That's a very good point. But in New York, people like, it's just a smorgasbord. Just everybody, like people with one big eye, one small eye, yeah. a big hand, a little hand, you know, 100 years old, you know, 15 years old. And people are shuffling around, really rich people, really poor people, people with hats, would, people without hats. I never thought I'd really leave New York. And New York was weird when I got to New York. When, oh, well, I, know, I mean, you worked at Save the Robots. I did, yeah. Were you ever there? I probably was there. Yeah, I probably worked there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I read that I worked there so on Wikipedia. I, uh, uh, so we got, I got to New York in 1988. Yeah, you would have been there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had uh, stopped working there by then. But we but didn't have any going. money or anything. We were really poor. Yeah, but it was the after-hours club. It didn't open until 2 a.m. Uh, uh, that was, can you imagine? Yeah, you couldn't As two have guys who now have dinner at, five, I would love to have dinner at 5. I, I'd like to have dinner out of the way by 5. <laughs> A club. 
but also, and we it, used to go to places. But yeah. the after hours club thing that was going on then, you could you couldn't have that now. You, I'm like people I, were openly doing drugs. Oh, oh every every yeah. we, uh, um, yeah, we we went to a place. There was a uh, place in the East Village that was an after hours place called Brownies. I can talk about it because there was no way it was there. It was not Brownies, the music club. Right. There was another place where it was owned by this guy who had a cowboy hat and he had a revolver. Was and he they, English? No, he was an African-American gentleman. All right. And the only things they sold were like cans of Pabst Blue Ribbon and right. dime bags of cocaine. I think I've been there. I, yeah. Yeah, I think. Was it, there was and a you were furniture? not allowed to curse. <laughs> you could do, you could literally sit and have Pabst and do cocaine <laughs> with a guy in a cowboy hat with a pistol. But you if you cursed, which a friend of mine did at yeah. the pool table, it was a real issue for the owner. And he was just like, fellas, I'm going to ask you one more time with my pistol and my paps. Wow. Yeah, New York was... It was fucking It was nuts. a thing. There was I, casinos that just were secret. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember. Yeah. And I wrote about this, but the, I was in a bar called Murphy's on uh, the Upper East Side. I don't think it's there anymore. But I keep going and looking for it because I live on the Upper East Side now. And yeah. I'm like, is it here? Uh, no. But we went out one night and and then we went over to the West Side and it was during the Troubles and there was a lot of IRA stuff and mm. these yeah. guys were there and all that. I got the shit kicked out of me yeah. when we were out for a, one night. And I, I mean, like, really, I got, like, the kind of beaten up that I'd probably go to hospital now. I was hit in the face now with a pistol. Would. Yeah. Oh, if I, get, if I get beat up now, I don't know if I'd recover. Oh God, I go, I, yeah. I mean, I, I like I, I turn the wrong way, and I'm oh my like, god, everything hurts <laughs> all the time. No, but New York, I oh, make clicky noises just standing up. We got uh, as the state, we got beaten up twice at least. Did you get beaten up? Twelve many times for the but, material. I got no, 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 just New York in the eighties. All oh, right, my yeah. first, uh, my first getting the shit kicked out of me in New York. I'd only been it was eighty fall of nineteen eighty eight. I was wearing a, like a bright yellow bow tie. I just come uh, from... You know what? You yeah, deserved it. I absolutely deserved it. I was frolicking up Broadway, <laughs> three o'clock in the morning, singing Pippin. Okay. Got beaten. Oh, man. But really? This, you know, getting beaten on the street in New York used... Used to be a thing. Used to be a thing. Yeah. And here's a weird thing I'm going to say about it that may not be popular. Okay. People in New York, I think, have better manners and for the most part behave well because there's a solid chance you're going to get clocked in New York. And in L.A., everybody's just bitching and moaning in their cars. You can't hear them. Everybody's in a bubble, screaming profanities at you. I think this is, that's not, I don't think that's, yeah. uh, I don't think that's unrealistic. Well, I had a friend from Texas who used to wear a hat and carry a gun. <laughs> and he used to say. In, te in Texas. Uh, in not, Los Angeles. In Los Angeles. Yeah, and he used to a always say. A concealed gun? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but he would. He would say, an armed society is a polite society. Mm. I get weird about that one. Yeah, so do yeah. I. But he would say it. Yeah. I'm not saying that I subscribe to that notion. But I do I, I do think a society where occasionally... You say the wrong thing, you get slapped. Somebody gives you a, like a real quick bop to the face. Yeah. I'm pretty much in favor of that. Well, I, yeah. you know, you're, you're Irish. Uh, that's it. You know, that's kind of what it is, to be fair. That's exactly it, what, it is. what it is. You're fucking Irish. <laughs> what are you, like, just off the boat? When oh, did your people get did you, here? I got to show you just off the boat. Yeah. Did I, I didn't show you my 23andMe. It's ridiculous. Well, you mostly potatoes? It's oh, literally, it sent me a, pot a potato just <laughs> into my just phone. If I show it to you, it turns into a potato. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because I mean, no, you're I got pretty nothing. fucking Irish. You know how everybody has, like, a little bit of something else? Yeah. I don't. 
You all Irish? Yeah, I'm all. Well, but they, they, what it says is it doesn't differentiate, which is crazy. But it oh. uh, it just shows the uh, uh, England, the, the British Isles, and nothing else. Right. Yeah. Well, that's a lot of different influences there. But yeah, it's. Yeah. I mean, because there's the Irish and the Celts, got some Scots and the Angles, and, yeah. and the mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. the, I don't know what the Scots are made but of. No Italians. I got no Italians. Is that's the important part See, for I, me? That's the important part. I think I've got a lot of Italian. Um, Obviously, look. At I your, I've never done a twenty-three in me because I don't want. You're Bill sixty-one Gates years old. Look, look at your fucking, look at your head, the gorgeous head of hair you have. It's your, crazy. I've, I've got to be Italian. This is not just the hair of a Scots. No, no, it's definitely an Italian. I think that is well. Now that I'm thinking I really about those like movies, pasta. the Scots had great hair, but they're all dead in battles too, though. Yeah. Yeah. They well, the thing is, my family always had good hair. Yeah. But there was alcohol involved, and I drank a lot of alcohol. What I'm saying you, is, if you're an alcoholic, your hair will be good. Uh, your hair's fine. Your hair's right. great. It's doing all right. Yeah. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, New York in the '80s, getting beaten up. Yeah. Well, that's over now. Thank yeah. The you. IRA used to be a thing. People loving the IRA. Yeah. People in New York and Chicago just openly loving the IRA. Yeah, it was and, a little different where I grew up because it was like right yeah, on the doorstep. <laughs> yeah, kind of shit, yeah. Happening. Yeah. Yeah. And, and well, that was a weird, a, a, a very icky part about growing up in the, the west side of Chicago, which we never talked about until we all got sort of publicly shamed by Bono. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It was very interesting. You would go to, you'd go to, um, I was at a, a U2 concert very early. Yeah. And uh, the Rosemont Horizon in Chicago, and it's, you know, all these Irish uh, immigrants, you know, kids sure. of the Irish diaspora. And, um, you know, U2's, uh, this is 84, 86, something like that, very, really early. And Bono would, you know, say in the show, like, um, you know, there's a, there's a war happening in my country, and the Chicago audience would go, would all cheer. <clears throat> and I was probably part of that. And, and then he would say, that? no, he would, well, he was, he was very cool about it. I mean, he'd be yeah. like, a war that nobody wants that's killing children and yeah. you can't support this and this is uncommon. And where everybody was like, oh shit. And you feel bad. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then we feel bad. But yeah. it took something like, I, I, it took someone like that to make everybody realize what a shitty thing that we were like, like publicly just like, we're, Rying this crazy thing, yeah, and, and it's, it's, yeah, there was, was a lot more. I don't know. I mean, it, it's even now. I'm 61 years old. The, the the you know the Good Friday Agreement has happened. The you know things have changed so much over there, and I'm still terrified to talk about it because it's fucking dangerous. Yeah, and when you're in a certain company in Scotland and Ireland, oh sure, it's still fucking dangerous. Yeah. And I, I don't, I can, I kind of avoided it when I was a kid. I avoided talking about it at all. Uh, yeah. In the same way, actually, that now when I do stand up, I don't do any politics. I don't do any, Good, not perfect. just not a thing. I actually think that's why the state is still popular. Yeah, we never, you never, ever, did it. we never did like weird impressions of like anybody. Yeah, we didn't give a shit about. Like, if we'd done like tons of George W. Bush, what would we have done? What would you? Have I done guess it would have been. Bush Senior or so I don't know. You like what would that would not be? Yeah. So how long were you guys together? You did like how many seasons? Like ten seasons? No, no, no. So we did. Well, we got together in '88. We were we were just the comedy club at NYU, right? And so we were doing like live theater shows and things like that. And then we did a show with John Stewart for MTV that was fucking awful show. Right. It's called You Brought It. You Watch It. 
It was horrible. <laughs> but uh, John Stewart was awesome in it. He got the John Stewart show, and we got the state. Right. So we did three seasons on MTV. Right. We got negative two stars in the New York Post. Like our first it. season. That negative. Was, that's one of my... My first yeah. view in Late Night in the New York Post, he said, it looked like he was wearing a wig. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that just hate speech. Yeah, I know. That's just I mean, like you wouldn't be allowed that now. No, you can't just say they didn't like the way I looked, and yeah. it was, they just went after me. Oh my god! And think of how good you yeah, and you were really good at it. Uh, no, at first. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel. Well, I guess maybe I can't. Not remember. at first. I. I, <clears throat> I, I think you were though. Mm. Well, this is the great You're thing. Very that, anyway, this so the Mandela state, effect. None of us remember. Right. Stick out together. We did three seasons there. We thought we were real badasses. Weirdly, we did numbers that were awesome. Right. Like the ratings on MTV were like really good. Oh, you guys really were hot shit. Good. Yeah. Uh, and then we thought we were hot shit, which yeah, is a were. great idea. Yeah. Always yeah. a great it's a bad idea. idea to think you are. <laughs> but to be it is a good thing to look back on. And then we, we thought we were hot shit. We got, instead of, we had, we had an offer to do more shows at MTV. We didn't know how many, but it was, it maybe would have been good. Or, we had an offer from CBS for oh. two specials. And if those went well, we would be like a CBS, like, big show. That's print your own money time. It, that's what everybody was really excited about. Mm. We So we shot a special for CBS, mm. which got wonderful reviews. Okay. <laughs> and literally no one fucking watched. Yeah. We all got together to watch it. And I remember... The most exciting thing that happened is there was a, a, a thunderstorm warning came on on CBS during our special. <laughs> it was legendarily bad ratings. Really? Alan King was on it for some reason, and what? he was really kind of mean to it. The whole thing sucked. Yeah. It, uh, and then... I'm sorry to hear that. Well, and then we, but then we, you know, we sort of... We keep being like, we're like, I don't know, we're like Vince Clark in Depeche Mode. Like, So State sort of breaks up. Half of us turns into a show called Viva Variety. The other half I turns into show. a show called Stella. Yeah. You know, so it's like we, we're still on tour. Everybody's been on Reno 911. Right. We've all been in Michael the, was, all the other was stuff. in the frame. Michael Ian Black was Black, the same. Of course. In the yeah. frame for doing the late night show. It was me. He wanted between that me job. And him. He wanted that job so badly. Yeah. 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 I was on one of his tryout shows. Yeah. He was good at it. I saw his tryout show. I was like, oh, fuck it. He's going to get it. Did you think so? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I totally thought he was going to get it. I remember calling uh, at CBS, uh, the, Michael, who was the producer. You remember Michael? Yeah, of course. Said, uh, fuck, this, this is the guy. He's did you think you thought yeah, so? Yeah, I really I, thought I he was going to get it. I, love, I think he would love to hear that. No, I, I thought he was. I mean, look, I didn't want him to get it for obvious reasons, but I thought he was going to. I did a bit with him when he went on one of those shows. And I remember thinking, I, you know, like this is one of my closest best friends in the entire world. Mm. And I remember thinking... I don't know if he's good at talking to people like this. <laughs> like, I'm not sure this is like. I think I think a, he would have been fine. Set. I think he would have done it just yeah. fine. But he was just coming off of being the Pets.com sock puppet, so of course he was yeah. he was pretty pretty hot. Yeah, he was he would be hot shit at that point. Yeah, Pets.com sock puppet. That was I was whole... two years out from being eighth banana <laughs> on the Drew Carey show, so I was also oh, on a, God. I was also peaking. That's a good one. Yeah, oh, um, nice. Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old... Oh, yeah. 
And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's Lost Media now, the Drew Carey Show. You can't see it anywhere. You can't see it at all? Nope. I think maybe there's there's some kind of copyright shit going on with it, with music or something, but you can't see it on any of the streaming services. That, that or, kept the state off of DVD for like 15, 20 years. Yeah, I think it must be a similar thing. There was thing. a music thing. So we actually, somebody had to go through and replace every single piece of the famous music. I think that's the it's, situation. It's a Drew bummer. Show, it's a bummer. Yeah. 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 It's something like yeah. that. Anyway, Diedrich Bader knows about it. He, he, uh, Diedrich's a fascinating cat. He he's lives a, like two guy. blocks away from me. Yeah, yeah, he's an amazing guy. Yeah. He's one of the best actors I've ever uh, worked with. Yeah, stunning. He's an incredible yeah. actor. And I, and there's a guy, and I said, he's been on this podcast, and I said to him, you really grew up. I mean, because he was, when I first met him, he was a bit of a dick. And he's uh, I, clearly I think, not a dick. I think he can come off like that sometimes. And this is, I say this, I love this man. Yeah, yeah. And we are very close. I wrote, right. I wrote his daughter's... Uh, uh, application college is that legal is that, is that one of those like was that the by the way she didn't get it <laughs> oh, she didn't get it okay so it's it. fine yeah. i blew it that was such a great letter 
Oh, I'm a great college letter writer. Yeah. I go, I go aggressive. Yeah, that's probably no way you're meant No, it's actually worked a bunch of times. Really? Yeah. Like, I, I write a college letter that starts with, like, look, you do not want to go to war with me. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? It's mostly worked out. Yeah. But yeah. Now, you you write the letter for the applicant? Mm. Aren't they meant to write their own? No, no, no. You got you to gotta get oh, a couple of endorsements. Like a recommendation letter. Right, yeah. okay. I've written oh, a couple of them now. I've got a pretty good track record. Right, okay. Well. But I go funny. I mean, I go funny and I go aggressive. Well, I've got yeah. one more to get through college, so uh, maybe for Liam's you can you can do. It. Oh, absolutely! I'll pull up yeah. big guns for that one. Yeah, yeah. although uh, Liam, I, I don't know where we're going here. My boy doesn't seem like college material, <laughs> and I love it. <laughs> I mean, that's a million dollars I get to just yeah. keep. Yeah, I, I don't know if Liam will go to college, mm-hmm. but there'll be statues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like. Yeah, it was so funny. Everybody's like, well, I'll make sure the boy gets tutored and really works hard and does yeah. his things. And I'm like, really? Because, like, to go where? To go to, like, a... Yeah. Stuff, you can learn stuff on YouTube. It's it's an interesting thing because I, you know, Megan, as you know, is mm-hmm. uh, my wife is a, is a very highly educated, mm-hmm. clever, erudite yep. believer in academia. Mm. I dropped out of high school when I was just turned 16. And so she can sell the college thing to the kids, but I can't. Unfortunately, the, but there's also like, well, proof. What, what do you yeah. know about it, Dad? What is this? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And how's the castle? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You yeah. sure didn't have to do. Yeah, but that's yeah. that was luck. Mm. It was a little bit of luck. Mm, a lot of work. It was a lot of, did you go to college? I did. I went to NYU. Oh yeah, of course you did because that's what the state thing. The yeah, NYU, but the funny yeah. funny detail: I was accepted to college on academic probation. Oh, because really? my high school grades were not great. What were you going to study at college? Uh, well, I actually, I started at the theater school. Right. And it was handy because NYU was nice. You could audition. Because, like, I applied that, seem, to, that know, seems realistic. Of course. For a theater school. You That's a good idea, right. But, like, Northwestern, uh, which was my first choice. Yeah. I wanted to go to the theater school. You, there's no audition. He's a shit actor, but no. he's great at math. You just that have to be as smart as you That's just the, have to be smart. Yeah. Which Do you know how smart Anthony Hopkins is? Not we smart don't know. At all. Doesn't need to be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really, a talking plant. You all, but you, a great actor. You just have to be able to read a little bit. You don't even really have to Not be able really. to read. You know? No. So uh, I got a bold rejection from Northwestern. Right. And Northwestern uh, and NYU accepted me with the the asterisk if I got a C in any class. In my freshman year, I would be kicked out. Oh my god! Well, Which, so you obviously didn't. Great motivator. I was like, yeah, great. You, yeah. I'm gonna dick around. So, yeah. Did you finish college? I did. I actually did finish college. So you're now yeah. fully qualified. I'm a fully qualified bachelor of the arts. Right. So if you have some arts that need to be uh, bachelored, um, I I think that that could be a good show. Arts it, bachelor. It's a, it's a dating show. <laughs> bachelor. <laughs> And it's of it's the arts. Comes and it's, arts. Bachelor is the arts. Right. Mm-hmm. Do you ever go to the Met? When you, of the, course. Right. Mm-hmm. Do you know the Met when they have the French Impressionists? Sure. That's really good, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I really like that in there. Yeah. So I was in there the other day, and they, they have, I'm looking at the French Impressionists. Which is the Impressionists you're looking at? Spe- uh, like somebody was, you like specifically? Yeah, there was a, a pre- I knew you were going to ask me this. Mm-hmm. There was a Parisian street scene. I can't remember okay, who I did like it. it. Mm-hmm. And I, I love it. I love. I just like going hanging out near it, yeah. and I can't remember who did it. Which I'm, I apologize, but you know what? It might be Renoir. I, it might mm-hmm. be. I don't know. Sure. Um, but I go to the Van Gogh exhibit because the Van Gogh exhibit mm. is on right now in the Met, and 
they have Starry Night there. Mm. And which is amazing. It's it, an amazing, amazing it's picture. stunning to see in person. It, yeah. it, it, it has its own luminescence. It, it, it creates its own mm -hmm. light. It's unbelievable. But as I'm standing there, I have to pick my moment to look at the picture because of everyone holding their phone oh, in front of on, it to take a picture. On, just, feel, just look at it. Right. But this is an interesting thing to me because I think all performance, all human society is changing right now. Yes. We're in a very odd place in human yes. history where analog, personal, uh, bionic, personal memory is gone. Everything yes. will be remembered. Yes. Like you can now make ABBA as they were when you were a, a, a young man. This is a problem because then I go to the show and then I'm like, hey, can I go meet her after? Yeah. And they're like, sir, you can't meet. She doesn't exist. She doesn't exist. And I'm like, I demand to meet, sir. I meet her. And, and then like, you go there and it's the same roadie that wouldn't let you in. That Come on, man. It's Ronnie, man. Yeah, You're Ronnie, killing me. He's, he's, You're killing me. You want to go and see Aganita? You want to meet her? Agonita? Go see Aganita. Come on, go see her. And then you get through there. <laughs> And she's not there. No, it's just like a little box. It's like, I am all of the memories of Abba. But it is an odd thing because memory is wonderful. I like memory because I, I everybody remembers things a little bit differently, but phones don't. Phones remember exactly the exactly same. Exactly, correctly. And, and, and you they know, soften it for you. I wonder because, you know, we have a great big you know, computer in the kitchen in the house that always right. runs your photo life. And is it does it make my memory better or worse? Makes it worse, I'm it sure. Makes of it worse. It. I'm right? sure of it. Yeah. Because you're just like, oh, it, it, at some point I'll think about things. Let me rephrase that. I don't mm -hmm. know if it makes it worse. It makes it different. It's too accurate. Yeah, yeah. It's not human. The human thing is that you create a story of what mm -hmm. happened. Remember that time we went to mm -hmm. the pizza place and you took your pants off and yeah. you know and you danced on the thing There's, and you can have a real fondness I think I do too for the you know like there's so, I have so many ex-girlfriends that I have one photograph of right if or if barely even right. you know and that's like such a neat you know it's in a way it's like Kind of more interesting because I'm it's like, a oh, moment right. in time. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. And you but, have to think about it. A yeah, bit. I went to I went with to to London with Susan for like two weeks, and there's almost no photos of it at all. And it was just like a I know I have to think about it. Yeah. And and I wonder though, yeah. I wonder what happens with that because it, no matter how much codgers like me and you will approach codgerdom, I'm very close. Well, you'll get yeah. there. It, it's not going to change anything. It's not. You can complain about it, but it's not going to. It's not going to change anything. And I. I wonder if it this is what it's like to get old. It's like you just the world starts to seem scary and alien. And it's not really scary and alien. It's just This is a great question. I've wondered this exact thing. Because the world does seem pretty scary. It does. Right now. Even walking here to this strange studio. This is a pretty sketchy area of Hollywood. I <laughs> mean, this seems... has been scary for a good fifty fucking years. <laughs> it's we're, yeah. we're we're pegging the meter yeah, of scary. Yeah. But yeah, like I, I wonder Am I just growing into the phase where I bitch about everything? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, did does everybody just do that at some point? I don't know. Where you're just like, my Abba was better. Yeah. You think my Abba was, Abba. She was a human lady. Yeah, human and lady I, Abba. I, I prefer Your her. Abba is robots. Yes, uh, this Abba is note perfect. <laughs> I would go see Abba and sometimes they would mess up. No, come on, man. You, you went too I far. Went, I went too you, right you may have gone a wee bit too far at that point, <sighs> but... I wonder, I don't, oh, <laughs> I don't know, it might mm -hmm. be, but I think that's okay too. 
Yeah. I think mm-hmm. you have to embrace the strangeness. Yeah. Of aging. This is I'm talking to myself now because you're not at that point. I'm yet. getting real, real, real close. Yeah, I'm fucking yeah. 61 though, Tom. I mean, yeah. Jesus Christ. I'm the happened? age that my my grandfather, who basically was my identical twin, right, dropped dead. So oh. I just kind of, yeah, you gotta make what, hay. What did he die? Uh, talk about Van Gogh. Make hay while the sun shines. Oh, uh, there you are. <laughs> uh, strange experimental. He had leukemia, but a. a, a a, a drug that he was allergic to ended up killing him uh, right. quickly. Right. Now, yeah. we're not talking last week then. No, 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 no. This is, uh, I was a child, yeah. Right. So, yeah. but these things, you know, yeah. I think now my dad, when he was my age, had been retired for a year. Yeah. Like, but uh, life expectancy of, a, of a Glaswegian yeah, yeah. male. Yeah. Oh, I'm, Come I'm, on. I'm a good 30 You're years. You're way on the outside yeah, of the bracket. Yeah, yeah. You are so outside the yeah, bracket. Yeah, no, it's a little different. But yeah. I started, I, you know, you know, I fucking started brushing my teeth. That fucking, <laughs> that's <laughs> what happens. Oh, brushing your teeth. Ah, I yeah, fucking, oh, that's all right. Go on, brush your teeth. Uh, bro- last time I went, to, when I went to see you in Scotland, I, b- I bought a t-shirt that's, uh, there was such a great t-shirt that says, it says people make Glasgow. And I love this shirt and I wear it all the time. And then I looked up the hashtag of people make Glasgow and it's always the worst fights. You've yeah. ever, it's a guy, there's like a naked guy fighting a lady and he uses a bike as a weapon. <laughs> I know that and guy. It's, have you seen this guy? <laughs> yeah. And it's, under the, it's always under the hashtag people, people make Glasgow. Glasgow. <laughs> it's, we do that in our family. It's <laughs> so funny. Send each other things the that, worst. from the news. Oh my God. But it's <laughs> always got that upbeat hashtag. <laughs> I can't remember it exactly, but there was one about a nurse who <laughs> lost her lawsuit um, for uh, for uh, an unfair dismissal mm-hmm. lawsuit mm-hmm. because Uh-oh. she had a field coming. She had claimed mm-hmm. that there was a ghost <laughs> in the in the hospital <laughs> that was farting and blaming it on her, and she got fired because of that. People make Glasgow. People make Glasgow. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> oh. I, I mean, it, it's quite a place, but of course, it's a very odd hybrid of Ireland and Scotland, Glasgow. I really like Glasgow. I had a lot yeah, of fun. Well, you're yeah. a fucking odd, odd yeah. hybrid of Ireland and America. No, I know I am. Mostly Ireland, I would I say. I know. Last time I was in Glasgow, I went to go see you. It was um, it was 102 degrees in Glasgow. Yeah, that's right. You got weird there. It was really bit. intense. Yeah, yeah, it was strange. It's not now. It's raining. Oh, good. Yeah, because it was actually, again. Glasgow at, at 102 is... Not good because you know tough. what happens. It's you tough. Know, people start coming out wearing what they think is the appropriate <laughs> clothing for hot weather, and it's not fucking pretty. Man. Then I, I went to Gervin we, Beach. We're with Weird Al Yankovic, yeah. me and Weird Al and Al and his family, and we went to a great little. I'm not going to say the name of it. Right. We'll we'll bleep it. Okay. The <laughs> right around the corner. And oh the little, yeah. 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 And I decided to try. Like the spicy wet pork, and I never eat. I don't eat meat hardly, really ever. Right. But I did was doing a when in Rome thing. Right. So it's 102 in Glasgow. You had spicy wet pork. Oh, oh. was it good? No, <laughs> of course it wasn't good. <laughs> it wasn't good. No. My body hadn't dealt with pork in like a kind of a long time, and it was the it was one of the roughest nights of my entire life. Oh, Glasgow. I see. Yeah. Just yeah. a long walk. Yeah. As you're gurgling, full of. Yeah. Yeah. I had that once in mm-hmm. Paris, actually. I had, I had been vegan for four years. Uh-oh. And I thought, I'm having an ice cream. Oh, just the, the, the lactose. Yeah. Dairy ice cream cone. Mm-hmm. Having not had dairy for four years. Uh-oh. 
my Tough to God. find a bathroom in, in Paris, my depending God, where you I, are. I tell you, I was accepting anything. <laughs> anything, like a hole with two foot pads it, either side, tough. fine. But, and there was a lot on the way home. Yeah. Um, anyway. You know that's that's what happened. A long walk, pooping through Paris. Pooping through Paris. You gotta you gotta do it once. <laughs> it's you romantic. Do it once. Yeah, that's how romantic yeah. Paris is. Even when you've got the trots, it's yeah. kind of romantic. Absolutely. All right. Well, look, we're kind of done here. Okay. This was uh, a great have one. we established what uh, what is joy for you? I will say, and it may seem silly. I would write sketches every day for the joy of it. I would sit for absolutely for no one, and I would just I I could I could write every day for no one but myself and love it and truly truly love it. I think that's kind of nice. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's a little bit cheesy, but it no, it's not cheesy. Sometimes at all. I, I people will send me their they'll send me their kid or something and be like, "Hey, you got to tell my kid how to write movies." Yeah, or you well, got to tell my kid. Send the kid. Well, they'll, you? Somebody, they'll be like, "Will you get on a like a Zoom and just tell my kid oh, right. what they, they do?" So they don't like to send the kid around to your house. No, God, no. no that's kind of yeah. weird. Yeah, you don't want that. Yeah, but and then I'll. Th- that's my my question is always: Would you do this every day for for free? Yeah, because mostly you will. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> thing about it, I'm like, hey, yeah, little you, twist. You will. Mostly you're gonna. That's fucking true. Yeah, the pay the paydays are sometimes. But you know what's yeah. weird about it? Because I totally agree with you. But the, the the weird thing is, is that like, I I I tried to retire, mm-hmm. and I couldn't because I yeah. I haven't been working since I worked in the fucking bar in Glasgow. Yeah. I haven't had a real job for forty yeah. fucking years. Yeah, but you worked real hard. Yeah, but but it's, it felt like fun. It's kind of not work. It felt like fun. Yeah, it's kind of dicking around. It doesn't doesn't feel like work. It doesn't feel like work. No. And in the times when I've tried to work, like when I directed movies and stuff like that, they suck. Because I, I don't like doing that. I don't like doing that either. I, I, I just feel like I should. I especially hate directing. Oh, it's awful. It's not my, apparently it's not my personality. No, mine neither. And I, I meet folks who have that personality. And they're great at it. They're still great at it. Yeah. But it's a very different level of drive. Yes. To be that sort of person. And I think I'm once I got over the idea of this want to direct notion that everybody ha- a lot yeah, of people have. I, I had that too. Once you get over it, you're gonna feel better. <laughs> I had a, you know when I really knew yeah. it was over for me, I had a conversation with Quentin Tarantino about it. Now wow. he can direct like crazy. Oh sure. And so I was telling him that I didn't enjoy the directing experience. And he said, Well, didn't you have the whole movie in your head before you shot it? And mm-hmm. I said, No. And he went, well, I do when I make a movie. Of course. Like, of course. Well, there. Now, there we go. There we go. That's why yeah. you're Quentin Tarantino yeah. and I'm the cheeky monkey man with yeah. a puppet on late night. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, there you go. All right, Tom. Well, you you are a joy. You're, there a, you jo- go. you're a joy a, in my life. A, By the way, I, I, the other thing that brings me joy, I would say, is like, I think I came on your show, oh, gosh. Oh, are we at 15, times. 20 years ago now? 30 uh, something times? Yeah. But that. I still consider I, I I my friendship with you is something that has brought me a tremendous amount of joy. I I, I right back at you. I, yeah. I it's uh, knowing your family, meeting and you're, and you're fucking weird. Yeah, you know, and mm. you're and and I like that because I've got some friends who aren't, mm. and they're. You've also got some really cool friends. I've got some fucking yeah. great weird friends. I, 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 I really do. Know you really some. do. My life is really a Wes Anderson movie. It absolutely is. It though. really is. Yeah. I live in a fucking Wes Anderson movie my yeah. whole time. Like but if it's Wes a good, Anderson, and it's a good one. And it's a yeah, good one. But yeah. if Wes Anderson was to look at my life, he'd be mm-hmm. like, 
It's a little Let's tone it down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. We're going to have to really dial it back. Really tone this down. Yeah, yeah. This is yeah. too much. Yeah. I mean, this is beyond <laughs> Royal Tannenbaum. <laughs> All right, we got to go. Ah, the best. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth, no matter who you are, that mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Podcasts.